Welcome back, episode three, Swishes, Hits, and Kicks. Uh, I'm your host, Richard Carrion. I'm glad you're back. If you're still tuning in with me, we're on episode three. Um, and the feeling of this episode is hopeful, right? The feeling, the vibe, right? The vibe to the episode is hopeful because <sighs> after this weekend in sports, uh, I can only be hopeful, right? Hopeful about some things to get better. Um, man, interesting weekend in sports. Uh, football's done, right? Um, and I guess I'll get into that now. Football is over, but, you know, we're going to ramp up talking about the uh, NFL draft coming up. Um, there's always off-season moves, right? Um, so there will still be some football talk, but today's episode is pretty pretty heavy with basketball and MMA, particularly UFC. Um, because this weekend was the NBA All-Star Weekend. By the way, still sick. I'm coughing. Phlegm. All that great stuff. Um, so if I cough throughout this at any point, apologize. I'll do my best to edit it out. That is what it is, right? I'm trying over here. Um, but the All-Star Weekend was here. And from the last episode, I remember saying how a little upset I was, right? Because um, I've said before, I'm a Sacramento Kings fan. And none of, like, the best Kings players are on the team, even though they're all-star worthy. So this weekend was an interesting one to watch. Um, uh, family's always been an all-star weekend. Um, I remember I called my parents, and I went over during the weekend, and they are all about it, watching dunk contest, three-point contest, all-star game. And you know, when when you do this, right, this podcast right here, right, this video podcast, this regular podcast, out on YouTube... Apple Podcasts, Spotify, go get it, get lost. Um, it makes you pay attention to certain things more, right? Um, so I was a little more into the All-Star game than I have been lately, the weekend. Even my wife was like, oh man, basketball, not the biggest basketball head. She's never been a baller like that. But um, watched it this weekend, Rising Stars game. Shout outs to the G League, right? G League won. Um that, to me, is the start of what I mean about this All-Star Weekend. And no discredit to any of those guys in the G League. Some of them are going to be a top 10 pick because I don't know if everyone knows how it works. But, you know, the the ruling now is, right, you're supposed to go to college for one year in basketball. Um, unless you're, like, overseas, right, <clears throat> playing over there beforehand. Um but if not, you know, you don't want to go out of high school and go to college, you can get in the G League and they have you under a certain contract. You play a year in the G League and then you can enter the NBA draft, right? The G League won, guys. Like, they beat Wimby. They, you know, they beat some big names for our rookies. And that, to me, was like the start of the weekend being super interesting. Um, <clears throat> sorry. They we went into the three-point contest. You know, Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard got the win there. Um, Steph Curry, right, had his cool little duel, and all that was fun. Positives, right? Three-point contest, still a banger for the All-Star Weekend, right? Um, and you know what? I'll even harp on this. This is the most random thing ever, but the LED floor that they were using for All-Star Weekend, um, it was cool. Like, if you go back and watch it, it was actually kind of cool. Um, this is where, Right now, what I'm about to get into is where, like, this weekend, man, like, just opened my eyes to, like, a lot that needs to be fixed. Um, the dunk contest. 
Growing up as a kid, <coughs> 90s kid, right? I'm a 90s kid. And the stars, I feel like stars used to enter the dunk contest um, when I can remember. I know there was like, you know, D Brown and then, but they were doing cool stuff like in the 90s. I'm not talking the 80s, like I wasn't born in the 80s. So I'll mention the 90s. We, we know the 80s had mega stars joining the dunk contest. And like, you know, it finally started to really take off again when Kobe Bryant entered the dunk contest, right? You know, and that actually added to him, right? Doing the little East Bay Funk, shout-outs, J.R. Ryder, dunk through the legs. And then as it progressed, the dunk contest kept having all-stars. And I say all-stars because... All t- players that were elected, voted into the All-Star game, started joining the dunk contest. And that made it fun because you saw your stars, right? All-stars. You saw your stars. Over the last few years, we haven't had All-Stars at all. Like, no offense, like Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine, right? But we haven't had All-Stars since, like, Dwight Howard, Blake Griffin. And this year, we had an All-Star join in, Jalen Brown. Shout-outs to him for trying. Um, but you know, the all-star game is developed into being creative and Jalen Brown wasn't really creative this all-star game. And I feel like he got bypassed into the finals because he's an all-star, right? He's an all-star. So they, they bypassed him into the finals, but man, it was a weird, like the scoring was weird. Um, you know, I saw right away. I was like, okay, we got Mac, Mac McClung's here. The guy from that won last year, right? Mac McClellan won last year. Out of nowhere. Um, for those that don't know, Mac McClung is a... As of right now, he's in the G League on the Orlando Magic G League team. I believe he's played like 67 total minutes in the NBA. Um, he kind of blew up on social medias beforehand because... I'll say it. Um, smaller white guy, about six two, six three, that can dunk, right? So, you know, that's that that's different, right? And he won the dunk contest. You know, he won the dunk contest, and he should have won the dunk contest. Um, but the vote, like the judging, was so weird. This dunk contest, there was people like, I don't know how Jalen Brown jumping over a um, a small person, right? He was like three foot something, seated. How that was impressive. Like the crowd booed him. You know, which is kind of sad because he's an all-star, right? He's an all-star. Like, these are the guys you want in it, but he wasn't meant for it. And, of course, Mac McClung's going to win. He just jumped over Shaq, like, seven foot tall. Mac McClung's 6'2", 6'3". So, like, of course he won, you know, and props to him, right? Like, he he won money. I think it was, like, 100 grand or something. But, like, there's no... The The dunk contest used to be, like, a huge deal. It was the end of, like, the, the Saturday night show, right? Um, you capped it off with the dunk contest. Players going crazy on the sidelines, everybody. Now it's kind of, like, dead. Like, dunk contest has kind of, like, rode its course. Um, I think it's dead. They need to figure out a new concept. I heard I heard one this morning. Um, Stephen A. Smith, Shannon Sharp, talking first take. By the way, it's Monday morning-ish. And they made up a good point. Stephen A.'s like, man, we need to just, like, put out a big... Like, prize money, and we just search around the country to see who's the best dunker, right? You don't got to be an NBA star. Like, let's just see who's the best. And I think that would be so much fun. 
you have 30 teams and you have people in the international have 30 teams figure out one person each to represent them and you bring in 30 guys dunk contest they get one dunk right <clears throat> they get one dunk and you can do it two or three rounds the first set you literally get rid of you get rid of 25 right then the next round you know it's five you get rid of three and then we're down to the final two Right, and we're gonna find out. Make it like five hundred thousand dollars. The NBA has money; they have money, right? They're giving these players forty million dollars, fifty million dollars a season. Like, how fun would that be to see? Like, not okay. Like, even now, it's not an all-star dunk contest. It's not like the guys entering the all like the dunk contest are not even all stars. Besides Jalen Brown, he's the first one in a while. You know, um, they need to do something like that and just see who's the best dunker. There's a bunch of dudes out there playing street ball that like dunk all day. You know, that like they slam it down creatively. You see it on YouTube. Let's see who's the best. Let's see who can come up with the best dunk. Like, at least there's some entertainment there. You know, now, like, they, they got booed. Like, a couple guys got booed. Like, and that's sad to see in a dunk contest, right? And this, to me, leads to the actual all-star game. All right, this all-star game. My goodness, like... <sighs> the worst, like... We've hit the breaking point, guys. Like, the All-Star Game's done. Okay? Like, the All-Star Game's done. There was literally almost 400, po 400 points scored. In an All-Star Game. Between the best players in the NBA. Like, these are the stars. These are the best 22 players or so in the league. And we scored almost 400 points. Literally, guys, like, there's no such thing as defense in this All-Star game. Just going past each other, right? Well, see, so yeah, go ahead and do a layup. No hard dunks. Like, there's no competition. It's actually boring. Like, you see harder competition in the Summer League. Pickup games. Like, these guys play harder, like, playing against some young college kids during the summer. Like, playing at practice. Like, <coughs> sorry. There's nothing, like, competitive about the game. And truth be told, it's not fun. Um, and I think to myself as the consumer, right, watching, fan watching, if they don't care, why should I? Like, think about that. If they don't care, why should I care? Right? Like, the players kind of don't care. Like, they don't take it serious. Um... They've been admitting this week that it's not the biggest deal. Like, they don't care. Um, they don't even know how to fix it. They admit it's not competitive. And that, to me, is alarming. Like, you know, the NFL Pro Bowl, the, you know, it ended up having to become two-hand touch or flag football because guys, you know, and I get NFL is different than the NBA. Like, guys didn't want to get hurt. And you can get hurt in the NBA, but you're not getting hit, right? Like, they're getting hit in the NFL. Um, but there's got to be something. Like, they, they, they got to do something. It's not even on the league. It's on the players. Like, um, the NBA is one of those leagues where, like, the players have a big say in everything. Which is cool, right, for sports. Like, people, you know, will complain about players this and that. But, like, these billionaire owners, like, they don't have rules. They can do whatever they want to these players. You know? <coughs> Sidebar, like... 
fans get mad if a player leaves and you know I'm I like it when a player stays 20 years with the same team right it's it's cool but like it is a business and the owners will chew that player up and spit them out as soon as they become like what they deem is not an asset to them right but when a player does that to another team and moves on for more money then they get discriminated against and I just I don't think that's fair like we're mad at the player, but we're not mad at the billionaire owners. Weird. Um, but back to the All-Star game. They got to do something. They got to make it competitive. These young dudes admit, like, it's not competitive. Like, they don't take it like that. They take it as fun. And that, and truth be told, that's how the NBA's presented it. They presented the All-Star game as a fun. Fun weekend. And it is fun. But there's no, like, griminess to it. And that's what I want. I want some griminess. Like, no, nah, man, I'm better than you. Like, I'm the best player out here. And I'm going to show you. I'm going to dust you on defense, and then I'm going to go dunk it on you. Like, that's what I want to see. And we're not seeing that. Um, like, there's no way that they kept people's attention in this All-Star game. And this leads me to talking about, like, who's who's the next guy, right? Who is the next guy for the NBA as far as a star? Because if you watch the All-Star game, you still had your LeBron James, right? 20th All-Star season. Awesome, amazing. Steph Curry's out there. Kevin Durant. You know, those are basically the three OG pillars right now in the league. Within the next five years, they probably won't be around. Um, They won't be. And so, like, personally, I'm like, who's the next star? And you got to start looking at your stars. You know, Anthony Edwards, a young upcoming star. Uh, Luka Doncic, um, Jason Tatum, um, Shea, Shea G.A., you know, from uh, Oklahoma City. <sighs> John Morant. Um, I, I like John Morant quite a bit. I know he's gotten in some trouble and done some stuff. But, like, to me, you know, if I had to pick, like, who I w- would want it to be, like, Anthony Edwards, John Morant, like, John Morant's box office to me. As weird as it sounds, that edge to him and him getting in trouble, I think, adds to why he's box office and eyeballs. Um, you know, we could say Giannis and the Joker, but truth be told, they've been around a bit now to where you would think they would have took off already, and they didn't. Um, so that tells me, okay, they're, they're probably not it. Um, so then you start thinking, well, who else? What else? And... It's possible that you don't get another LeBron James. Very possible. Um, Women Yana, actually, too. He's a, he's a guy I've said, talked about already before. It's possible you don't get another LeBron James, but you can get some stars. And, uh, you know, all those guys I said are stars. Um, so, like, the international guys I feel a little bit bad for because no one no one playing ball is trying to be like Luka. Truth be told, I'm not trying to be jacked up. Like, you just don't hear them saying they don't want to be Luca, right? Um, Anthony Edwards for sure. Ja. Um, Tatum. Tatum, man. Tatum wins a ring. Shows a little more personality. That guy's it. Like, he's it, you know. He can be it. I think he wants to be it. Um, so we'll see. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see who's the next generation of players, like, you know, uh, who's going to be the guy? Tyrese Halliburton. I can't I can't discriminate my guy. He's a wrestling fan just like me. Um, former King. He did great this weekend, too. He was amazing. Um, showed a lot of personality going on these shows. 
Um, he's a guy that can be the guy in the league, too. He's in a small market. They've been talking a lot about it's hard for these guys to be it when they're in a small market, but <sighs> LeBron was in Cleveland. Cleveland's small, too, so things can change. The NBA, though, you're going to see in the next few years, they're going to be in this, who, who's our guy? And that's going to be fun to see. Hopefully those guys help change that all-star game. Um, let's go to Caitlin Clark. And this happened like the day of we recorded last. And I've just been thinking about it over the weekend a lot about Caitlin Clark. And the reason I've been thinking a lot about Caitlin Clark because, man, like women's basketball Sports, too, in general, I can say, they need Caitlin Clark. Um, she is doing things that I'm like, my goodness, you know, like, not even just breaking. She broke the scoring record, right? She And she has still season to play. Like, she's going to break the scoring record, and possibly no one's ever going to touch it, right? And you'll hear people say, oh, she needs to win the championship, too. And she does, right? Sure, she does, right? I'm, I bet you she would say she needs to win the championship, but what she's doing for like women's sports and women's basketball is exactly what they need to take them to the next level. And she's becoming a star. Like not everyone's a star in women's sports. Like you know, it, it sucks to say, but like the WNBA doesn't get a lot of love. Right? They don't. Like sometimes they force feed the WNBA like even in the NBA games and like they do that stuff. They they for, almost force feed it right to you know equality. And I'm, I agree. Like some of those women could ball. Kelsey Plum could ball. I, when I was younger, Diane Taurasi was like the best, right? And then even younger than that, I used to collect. Uh, I was really into collecting basketball cards. I still like collecting cards, um, all kinds. And when I was young, man, when WNBA was starting that 90, 1996 uh, women's dream team. Like with Cheryl Swoops, Cynthia Cooper, uh, Lisa Leslie, Rebecca Lobo, you know. And then the WNBA came, right? And you had um, Ruthie Bolton Holyfield, Tisha Pinachero, Ryan the Monarchs, um, Yolanda Griffin, Brittany Griner. Um, well, now Brittany Griner is still awesome. You have all these players, you know. The WNBA, Sue Bird, right, popping in my head. You have all these players that are just awesome, right, women basketball players. <sighs> And they just need, like, they need that almost catalyst to take them to the next level. And I see Caitlin Clark, and I see the eyeballs that she's getting. Like, she she's a Nike athlete in an NIL deal, right? Um, she's breaking attendance records. Like, you know, they broke the women's national all-time record for a single game with over 55,000 people to watch an exhibition game, okay, that was held in Iowa's football stadium. 55,000 people to watch college women's basketball. I don't say that discrediting college women's basketball. I say that saying Caitlin Clark is a star. People pay to watch her. And besides that, what, 17 out of the 19 uh, sellouts are all from her. So in the past three seasons, Iowa women's basketball has sold out 19, uh, Excuse me, 17 times. Of, they've only done 19 sellouts all time in their whole, like, or at that arena. 17 by her in the past three seasons. Um, what else? School The schools that have Iowa have an attendance increase of 150% compared to their other home games. 150% increase. 
Um, recently, Iowa themselves say that the average ticket price since she's joined the team has went up 224%. Like, that game where she broke the record, there was, what, um, pot, some seats sold for ten grand. Like, she is a rock star. Like, even title games that she has... Like, there's 10 million people that watched that game, uh, the last NCAA championship game at LSU in Iowa. So, like, to me, she's a rock star. And I'm not discrediting anyone else, right? But she's a superstar. She really is. Like, people from other sports, like, Patrick Mahomes is talking about her, you know? Like, even the first ladies attended her game. The Manning brothers are talking about her. And I'm just bringing her up because, like... Women's sports, not just women's basketball, women's sports needs Caitlin Clark. They need her to show out. Like, I'm excited to see what she does. Like, you know, the story would be Caitlin Clark in Iowa win the national championship. She goes to the WNBA draft, gets drafted number one, right? Starts a rivalry. Nice. And it's almost like I'm trying to say it's manufactured, but you want something intense. Like, if I'm a Kelsey player, I'm like, no, this is my league. And, like, they can have this nice budding rivalry, right? And then they can see, like, you know, who who's the top dog. But you'll get eyeballs. Nike. Nike's going to come out probably with a shoe for her. And they should. She's a star. Um, <coughs> sorry. I've been holding that one in. Holding that coffin. Shout out to Sickness. Just kidding. Um, let's move on over to some MMA talk. Specifically UFC. UFC 298 happened this Saturday. And my goodness, like... Not a shocking upset, but like it was almost like the the tide, you know, the changing of the guard, right? Um, Ilya Taporia, right, knocked out Alexander Volkanovsky, who's defended his title so many times. You know, the young guy beat the old guy, right? I think Taporia is what twenty seven. Um, Volkanovsky's thirty five. It was a tough one to watch uh, Volk, you know, four months ago. And he's not making excuses, which is why he's, everyone loves him. Four months ago, he fought the lightweight champion on a few weeks' notice, got knocked out, came back, defending against this young, hungry lion, right, in Taporia. And, you know, he, he lost and didn't, didn't make excuses. He just was like, he was better than me. Like, anyone would have been caught by that punch would have lost. And I love that. And Taporia, you know, the whole week gave McGregor vibes. McGregor vibes up the wazoo. And he delivered just like McGregor. Now he's 15-0. Um, literally, and they might have a star on their hands. He jumped social media followers on Instagram, 600,000 followers, like, from that. And he was so ready to win that, like, my guy had a video ready. And all he needed was the ending of him winning, holding the belt. And had it up there that night, ready to go. Like, is a star. Dana White's open to going to Spain for his next title fight. Probably be a rematch with Volk. Um, but this this is how this goes. MMA, MMA is the one sport where like the changing of the guard happens because anything can happen. Like Volk won the first round probably, and then that second round, man, he just caught him. Man, caught him. This is how this is how the sport goes, and that's why like MMA is one of the funnest things to watch because you can almost you never truly know who's gonna win. You can say like John Jones. I always think John Jones is gonna win. You never know. Like Anderson Silva for years, man. We thought Anderson Spider Silva. 
16 straight wins, man. There's no way. No offense to Chris Weidman at the time. But, like, Chris Weidman, man, brother, there's no way you're going to win. Like, this dude's on a 16-5 win streak, and Anderson's been toying with people. And he tried to toy with Weidman, got slept. Happens to everyone. Everyone thought McGregor was on the high of highest, right? Lost to Nate Diaz. Like, it just happens. And the co-main event, uh, Whitaker and Paulo Costa, man. Should have got some bonuses. They probably get some bonuses uh, on the back end. But, man, that was a fun fight. Uh, Whitaker got the win against uh, Costa. Costa almost slept him, though, in the end of that first uh, spinning wheel kick. Um, <clears throat> Ian Gary and Jeff Neal fought in kind of a boring fight. Um, Ian Gary won split decision. It was pretty boring, actually. Suhudo, um, you know, he lost to Marab. Marab dominated him. Marab's going for the belt. Um, I probably favor Marab against either Cheeto or Sh- uh, Sugar Sean. Marab's a monster, and he's salivating to fight either one. He'd probably rather fight Sugar Sean because, you know, more eyeballs, more money, but Cheeto Vera probably has a better chance to beat Marab. Um, and then, you know, Fluffy Hernandez, you know, with that smile, with that choke out, um, he'll get someone fun next to, you know, uh, Mackenzie Dern lost, you know, on the undercard, which is kind of sad. I feel like the UFC's been wanting to really push Mackenzie Dern, but... Just hasn't happened. Um, I want to talk about UFC two uh, two ninety nine, but I'll do that on the next episode a little more closer, and we'll talk about also a UFC Mexico. It's coming up this weekend. Big fights: um, Yair Rodriguez, Brian Ortega, Brandon Moraval, uh, Brandon Moreno. Going to be a great card. Um, let's talk about the news of the UFC three hundred main event. The main event was announced. It's going to be Alex Vieira defending his light heavyweight title against the the last champion, Jamal Hill, who had to vacate the title, right? Because he ruptured his Achilles. And that's the main event. I'm going to be honest. Underwhelming. Um, it's underwhelming to hardcore. Like, not to hardcores, but like a little of the hardcores. Definitely casuals. Um... If we go based off of like how UFC does their big, I guess you call them tent pole events, um, <clears throat> century events, right? Every hundred years or hundred events, excuse me. Uh, UFC 100 was headlined by uh, Brock Lesnar, Frank Mir two. You had George St. Pierre on the undercard, right? Um, defending title, Tiago Alves. Um, John Jones kind of broke out beating up uh, Stephen Bonner, right? There were some big fights on UFC 100. Um, then you go to UFC 200, and UFC 200 had a big card, right? Um, you know, it was supposed to be John Jones and Daniel Cormier. John Jones got in trouble, so it was Daniel Cormier, Anderson Silva. Uh, main event they gave was to Misha Tate, who just beat Holly Holm, right? Who had just beaten Ron Rousey. Misha Tate versus Amanda Nunes, and this skyrocketed Amanda Nunes. Um, you know, they just had an insane card, and they brought in Brock Lesnar. That was like the huge thing on the video package. And I think everyone was waiting for a crazy video package and hoping for a big star. Like, hoping for a, a Brock Lesnar, even though I don't think this is going to happen due to all this craziness going on with Brock Lesnar. Uh, Ronda Rousey maybe come back crazy, like, I don't know where, you know, her and Juliana Pena or someone, right? Like, her and Holly Holm rematch. Crazy. You know, even a GSP. And the one I think a lot of people were hoping for was a Conor McGregor comeback. Conor McGregor, Michael Chandler. No, and we, we got, to be honest, it's going to be a great fight. Like, somebody's getting put to sleep. But it's there's no crazy mega, there's no, like, mega rivalry. There's no, like, big buildup. Um, 
it, it's crazy. Like looking at the card, it's not <laughs> like it's not bad. Um, I don't know. It's not terrible, but it's also not like gonna blow your socks off. Like honestly, like sounds messed up to say, but like, like I don't think it's gonna blow your socks off. Let's see. So our headline. And Dana did it on his Twitter, right? Um, you know, the headline is uh, Alex Piera and Jamal Hill, right? <sighs> Which isn't bad. <clears throat> and then you got Zhang Wei Li against uh, Yan. I can't say her last name. Terrible. Little China on China fight, right? Then you got the BMF title, which is Justin Gaethje, Max Holloway. That'll be fun. Sure. Charles Oliveira, Armin Tesorkian. Um, struggle with that. Uh, that'll be a fun fight. Big time lightweight bout. You got Yuri, Porzaska, and Alexander Rakic. Calvin Cater, Aljo Sterling. Um, Aljamain moving up. Bo Nickel, Cody Brundage. Uh, Figueredo, Cody Garbrandt. Kayla Harrison, Holly Holm. Right, um, Bobby Green, Jim Miller. It's a cool card, but it's not like knock your socks off. Like two ninety nine. When I talk about it next episode, probably might be better. <coughs> At least there's like rivalries. There's no rivalry here. There's no heat. All right, there's no heat to this. Okay, heat is life. Adams, right? Heat. And other options. It sounds like they didn't have any. You know, sounds like they didn't have any. Um, it'll be a fun card. Watch it. We gotta do something to heat it up, like some rivalry, like somebody talk crap. Come on, like let's get it going. Um, all right, and right now we're winding down, winding down to the end. Um, there's a couple things on my mind, just talk about podcast wise, uh, YouTube wise. I've been wanting to do some more short form content. Um, I feel like short form content, you know, gets more eyeballs because everybody's attention span is really short nowadays. Uh, I think I'm gonna do some more of that. I thought about covering WWE. Um, I'm a I'm a WWE fan. Hate on me if you want. Hate me now. But I won't stop now. Shout out to Nas. Uh, yeah, so I might do that. Um, they have a pay-per-view coming up this weekend, so I might cover it. Uh, another thing I've been thinking about doing, and I think I'm going to put these sporadically, like maybe every month, every other week, just to see what people think about it, is do um, reviews on 30 for 30s. I've been watching a lot of 30 for 30s lately just on fun downtime because I like it. Um, love sports, right? That's why I'm doing this. And thought about you know what i might do some episode reviews right and kind of give people wh- what happened in that episode those will be shorter than these right 30 minutes long this is um or so but those 30 for 30s i think will be fun to talk about you know um maybe get people to go watch them themselves right because they're in long form so this will be a really short episode review about it thinking about doing that thinking about doing a lot of things right um that's the fun part of this uh please go like comment and subscribe on any social media we're on instagram at Swishes Hits Kicks Pod, TikTok, Swishes Hits Kick Pod, YouTube, go subscribe, go like. Um, I'm going to start putting out more content hopefully this week as we get back in the swing of things. We'll see how that goes. But um, thanks if you're still here. Thank you. If not, catch the short. It is what it is. Get with it or get lost. Let's go.